My name is Robert Hawkins. It's uh, 6.42 a.m. on Saturday, May 23rd. Approximately seven hours ago, something attacked the city. I don't know what it is. Uh, if, if you found this tape, I mean, if you're watching this right now, then you probably know more about it than I do. Whatever it is, it killed my brother. Uh, the military has begun bombing the creature and uh, we're caught in the middle. Monsters come in many forms. Outside is dangerous. Inside is terrifying. Something has found us. That's right. What's found us is now playing podcast is reviewing the Cloverfield trilogy. Jacob Stewart and I are watching and reviewing all three of J.J. Abrams' mystery box monster suspense horror films. 2008's Cloverfield, 2016's 10 Cloverfield Lane, and 2018's The Cloverfield Paradox. It all starts today, October 30th, as part of our Fall 2020 donation drive. Now Playing does this because we don't have any sponsors, we don't run any ads on our show. We're a completely independent podcast, able to say exactly what we think about every movie we review. And we're able to do that because of crowdfunding, because of listeners like yourself who donate and pledge and support our podcast. As part of our Fall 2020 Drive, because it runs over Halloween and beyond, we're reviewing a lot of horror and suspense films. And if you donate at the platinum level, you get all the silver and gold reviews as well. At the silver level, we reviewed Wes Craven's The Hills Have Eyes. There were four of those films. And Last House on the Left, two of those films. At the gold level, starting in December, we're going to be reviewing The Omen series as well as Rosemary's Baby. There are three films based on Rosemary's Baby. And then at the platinum level, you get three Cloverfield reviews. It's all for a donation of $35 or more, 100% of which goes to keep the show running, minus the PayPal transaction fees. Here's a clip from our Cloverfield review that we released today, October 30th. Then, after the clip, I'll be back to tell you how you can support Now Playing and hear 17 bonus podcast reviews, including reviews of all three Cloverfield movies. But let's get to what we're here for, what everyone really wants to see, and that is the inciting incident really late at 18 and a half minutes. There's been an earthquake or something, and people are running up to the roof, turning on the TV, getting news of an oil tanker that's capsized near the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, you're saying, I, I guess if you read all the production notes, that this is a monster that just popped up from somewhere and it's looking for its mommy. I did think, I know Super 8 came out after this, but that's all about a monster kept in a train. And and, and so that was my thought, saying this oil tanker's been capsized. I guess the monster could have just popped out and knocked it over. But I did wonder, did Cloverfield refer to like some top secret experiment and the military is trying to transport this monster in that tanker? Yeah, that's what it sounds like to me is... If you're calling it Cloverfield, that sounds more like a government project than something that's just 
come out of nowhere. So, but I like that. Yeah, we start with this earthquake. People don't know this is the first airplane, right? Everybody's running to the TV. We don't quite understand what's going on. Yeah, there's even murmurs about terrorist attack. Of course they would be. I mean, New York is still jittery about it all. So yeah, there was terrorist attacks before 9-11. I mean, murmurs, not is it the terrorists? <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's comparable. I mean, you guys. It's not comparable. I, okay. You, your hatred for that Spielberg film, I'll I'll never understand. But anyway, they go to the roof. They get some explosions. We have some running down the stairs. And then we get, again, the thing that they teased in the teaser trailer six months prior that made everyone still want to think about this movie and and go sight unseen. It is a good grabber. It does uh, make you, I think, feel like you're about to see something epic. When that Statue of Liberty head lands and rolls and you see the claw marks or teeth marks in it, if this was a traditional film where, where it wasn't found footage, you know, I feel like this would have been a big buildup. You see the monster rise and do whatever, rip its head off and throw. Like the fact that this head just lands, you don't even know what it is for the first few seconds and then you realize, oh, it's the Statue of Liberty, damn. Like, again, if you're trying to channel in that chaos and anxiety of not knowing what is happening at the moment of 9-11, especially if you're a New Yorker and, and this debris, the clouds of debris are covering you like i think this captures it you know maybe it's a little, little exploitive doing it with the statue of liberty as a monster film but i do think it captures it pretty well two quick things on this first of all Stuart, if you watched the movie mode where is this party because i was torn it's got to be on the south part of the island and the statue of liberty though is closer to new jersey and this doesn't look like the business district and then they run from here to the brooklyn bridge are they in the village are they in soho no they're even more south than that i said they're in the village they look like people from the village they are almost in wall street i mean they're really down there in the map there are some buildings down there but they seem so far away from tall buildings that it didn't quite feel like wall street but again one world trade center hadn't been built yet but the other thing is, this is where the PG-13-ness kind of hurt me, is when that giant Statue of Liberty head comes. And however, whatever part of the island they're on, that's a hell of a toss, assuming it came right off the statue itself. And everybody stands around it then and is taking camera phone photos and things. It had to land on somebody. And nobody's like, oh my god, are those people okay who were under the statue's head? We should have had some deaths there if we want to go realistic. I would say this is probably the most least populated Manhattan I've ever seen on film. <laughs> when they really get going, there are so many empty streets. And I know that, like, yeah, the point is people are being evacuated and hours have passed. But it's New York City. I don't care. There is someone in every corner, no matter what's going on. I will I will say, I walked through Times Square, or a block away from Times Square, at 3 a.m. in October one night, and I was the only person I saw, and I was scared as shit. No, I would be too, <laughs> and I never had that experience in New York. Maybe it's more common now. I don't know, but... It, oh, now it is COVID. Nobody's going outside. In general, not only are people not being killed, they're just not a lot of people. No. And again, this is a backlot set. This is actually Paramount's New York's set on their backlot that they've got some green screen up. They didn't even have a prop of a Statue of Liberty head. There was nothing there. The actors are reacting to literally nothing. Wow. 
I thought that head was there. I thought that was real head. My, I'm shocked to hear that. And I got to give him props. This is a good backlot because, again, I'm mapping this out because it feels real. I'm having trouble placing where all the skyscrapers are in relation to them. And I'm wondering if this is being filmed on St. Patrick's Day. It looks like the Empire State Building's all green that day. But it feels like New York. So the, kudos to Paramount. The best backlot I've ever seen. But I got to give... I think, A, found footage probably hides a lot of seams. Yep. And B, nighttime lighting also. the One of the big problems with backlots is always the lighting gives it away. It always looks so flat. Yeah, there are scenes that look like a backlot here. But over again... Like you said, Arnie, because it's found footage, it's dark, it's grainy. They pull it off mostly. Speaking of the found footage, I think whenever we've covered this genre, we always reach the point where you say, would anyone still be filming? Like up to this point, they were at a party. This guy was tasked with getting testimonials. Something exploded. You run up to the roof. Oh my God, the Statue of Liberty. Absolutely, you hold on to your camera. But is there really a good reason for T.J. Miller to keep going once they run inside the store and the dust is coming down and presumably the monster walks right past? Yeah, he has footage, supposedly, of the monster. Are we supposed to believe that he now has this vision quest of capturing a close-up of the beast? If you like what you heard in that clip or what you hear every Tuesday at NowPlayingPodcast.com because every single Tuesday since 2011, without fail, without a holiday, we have put out a new free in-depth movie review at NowPlayingPodcast.com. If you enjoy our shows, maybe you can become one of our supporters to make sure that we still don't miss a Tuesday and we keep the shows coming out regularly. If you go to nowplayingpodcast.com forward slash donate, you'll find details on how to sign up for our fall donation drive and get the Rosemary's Baby, the Omen, the Last House on the Left, the Hills Have Eyes, and the Cloverfield movie reviews. It's just for a pledge of $35 or more if you want to help our show out even more. And we even brought some older reviews out because there was a new Deep Blue Sea film, we brought out Jaws at Deep Blue Sea again, so you can pledge even more and get even more bonus movie reviews. Or if you become a patron at nowplayingpatron.com, it's a monthly patron, and if you sign up there for $50 a month, you're going to hear all those bonus reviews, plus 45 exclusive movie reviews only available to patrons at the $10 or higher level. And we've got two extra patron shows coming this November. We add an extra patron show at least once every month. You can sign up for that at nowplayingpatron.com. If you have any questions whatsoever, email us, show at nowplayingpodcast.com, because we adore you, our listeners, and we know 2020 has sucked. It sucks for us in many ways that we don't go into it sucked for so many people out there, and we know globally it's impacted so many people. And so if you're able and if you want to help out our show, we really appreciate your support and are happy to answer any questions through our email. 
Once more, thank you for your support to everybody who's pledged and donated so far. We couldn't podcast without you. And if you've never pledged before, we hope you enjoy our Tuesday shows enough that maybe you'll pledge even if the horror and suspense films we're reviewing and giving as bonus podcasts as our way of saying thank you for that donation aren't your cup of tea. No matter what, we're going to be back on Tuesday with a totally free review of The Manchurian Candidate, the original film, and keep a bonus show coming every single Tuesday as long as our listeners support us. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you soon. You got some fighting. I can respect that. But don't even think about trying that again. Your support helps keep now playing on the air. No, thank you, everyone. Thank you. It's, uh, no, it means a lot. So. The opinions expressed on now playing are those of the individual hosts and may not reflect the opinion of Venganza Media Incorporated. You have no idea how much I would love to be wrong about this. Venganza Media Incorporated is not affiliated with, and this podcast has not been prepared, approved, or licensed by any entity that created the film analyzed herein. You gotta learn to say, forget the world, and hang on to the people that you care about the most. All movie clips and music included in this podcast are the intellectual property of the respective copyright holders. They are included here for the purpose of review, and no infringement is intended. You think I sound crazy? It's amazing, you people. Now Playing Podcast is an exclusive trademark of, and may not be used without the expressed written permission of, Venganza Media Incorporated. You have no idea how much I would love to be wrong about this. Now Playing is a Venganza Media production, copyright 2020, and no part of this show may be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the written permission of Venganza Media Incorporated. All rights reserved. If this is the last thing you see, that means I, I died.